Hello, and welcome to Articulated Thought. Today, I'm going to be talking about oil and money. In the 1890s, the small town of Los Angeles, population 50,000, began a transformation driven by the discovery and drilling of some of the most productive oil fields in history. By 1930, California was producing nearly one quarter of the world's oil output, and its population had grown to 1.2 million. In the decades that followed, many wells closed, but even more opened, surrounded by urban and suburban growth. Machinery was camouflaged, loud noises were abated, methane pockets were vented, and residents learned to live side by side with oil production facilities. To this day, oil fields in the Los Angeles Basin remain very productive, and modern techniques have centralized operations into smaller areas or moved offshore. What this means to me is we've built a city based around oil production, and that's why there are so many cars in this city. That's why there's so much traffic. That is why we, we built the city with the, with the downtown in the middle of nowhere, basically. Like it was, it, it should have been really honestly closer to the beach. But um, we built it in a way that everybody had to drive everywhere. And so that people were consuming oil and buying cars and these commodities that um, as I was talking about yesterday, we, we, we identify with. And so there's a problem with that. Anyways, um, this goes a little bit deeper. Oil is one of, I would say, one of the most corrupt um, commodities in all of history. And I, I'm going to reflect on that. If anyone's ever heard of the petrodollar, it is essentially the reason that we as a country even have money anymore we how like the, it gives our dollar value so um faced with mounting inflation debt from the vietnam war extravagant domestic habits and persistent balance of payments deficits the nixon administrator decided in 1971 to suddenly and shockingly end the convertibility of u.s dollars into gold so this is a huge deal we have and he essentially removed the ability and the backing of gold from the U.S. dollar. This, uh, this kind of changed the whole world. It made us into a purely fiat currency. Um, if you don't know what fiat currency is, it essentially is the idea of money. It is like we, we can just make money out of nothing. It just has no backing. Um, anyways, so... Um, in the wake of the Nixon shock, the world saw the end of the gold era and a free fall of the U.S. dollar amidst, amidst soaring inflation, which um, I'm going to reflect back on that we are experiencing right now. I don't know if you know, but the year 2020 has created 22% of all USD ever created. That is the highest amount ever, ever uh, uh, for the U.S. dollar. There's been other countries, but we, we have the most influence. So, um, through bilateral agreements with Saudi Arabia beginning in 1974, the U.S. managed to influence members of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, to standardize the sale of oils in dollars. In return for invoicing oil in dollar denominations, Saudi Arabia and other Arab states secured U.S. influence in the Israeli-Pakistani conflict along with the U.S. military assistance during an increasing, increasingly worrisome political climate, which saw the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, the fall of the Iranian Shah, and the Iran-Iraq War. 
Out of this mutually benefit agreement, the petrodollar system was born. This, ha this is, again, the reason that we have money, and I will read more. Um, since the most sought-after commodity in the world was oil, is priced in U.S. dollars, that's a big deal, the petrodollar helped alleviate the, green, the greenback as the world's dominant currency. With its high status, the U.S. dollar enjoys what some have asserted to be the privilege of perpetually financing its current account deficit by issuing dollar-denominated assets at very low rates of interest as well as becoming a global economic hegemon. I don't even know what this word is. I'm going to look it up. But it, it's basically... Um, it's basically becoming, or it has become um, impenetrable because it's, because the world is, the oil is always just priced in USD and it makes it so um, we have, we, we think we're impenetrable. We, the banks are quote unquote too big to fail, whatever that means, too big to fail. Um, for instance, countries like China, who hold vast quantities of U.S. debt, have voiced their concerns in the past about possible dilutive effects of their assets holding should the dollar depreciate, which it has. Obviously, if we can create 22% of all the money in one year, it is depreciating very quickly. Um, however, the privileges associated with being able to run president persistent current account deficits come at a price. As the reserve currency, the U United States is obligated to run these deficits to fulfill reserve requirements in an ever-expanding global economy. If the United States were to stop running these deficits, the resulting shortage of liquidity could pull the world into an economic slump. However, if the persistent deficits continue indefinitely, eventually foreign countries will begin to doubt the value of the dollar, and the greenback may lose its role as the reserve currency. This is known as the Triffin Dilemma. Now, that's happening right now. Uh, China is pretty far from us, honestly. They, um, they, they try to avoid the world banks because the banks are the, the most corrupt thing ever. And um, it, the banks exist on this idea that um, we all won't go cash out our money. They only ever hold 10% of the money that exists in their system. And so um, it's the idea that we are all gonna just trust them forever. And this is so, such a flawed way of thinking. Um, I'm gonna continue learning more about this, but I just wanted to update everyone on how, how immediate and how scary and close we are to um, essentially a market crash of the U.S. dollar. It, our U.S. dollar is essentially a religion right now. We are, we are built on total just confidence, essentially, of the world. And if everyone besides us loses confidence in us, then we will fall. And then, then the world will go into a slump and we will find another currency. We're going to be trading assets soon. We're going to all be trading stocks and cryptocurrency and gold. And um, it's going to be a barter system. And that's going to be weird. And um, I think we're going to have to find a way through this slump because the U.S. dollar is essentially nothing. It, it doesn't exist. It's an idea. 
it uh, it will evaporate and people will lose faith very soon, especially with what happened this year. Um, I'm excited to reflect back on this and move forward knowing all of this information. I'm going to do more research and come with you, come with another episode that has more information. I, I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care.